the cold, dead hand. Some time ago, a London widow rented a house in a village about 20 miles beyond the city for what even in those days was an unbelievably low price, the equivalent of about $20 a month. It was an incredible value, for the house had eight rooms and was about 300 years old. It was called The Barrows. Although at that time it was easy to obtain servants in and around London, the widow could never find anyone willing to remain in her service for longer than a week. It made no sense, because she was a very pleasant person. Her 14-year-old daughter was a charming, well-behaved girl, and both of them were exceedingly polite at all times to everyone they met. One night, the daughter, who slept in a small room up near the roof, was awakened out of a sound sleep at about 3 a.m. Although it was pitch dark, she knew that someone was standing near her bed. She was about to cry out in alarm when she felt a large, flabby, clammy hand close over her mouth and press down. At the same time, she became aware of a disgusting odor like stale garbage or decaying meat. Being a determined girl who did not succumb easily to fear, she tried to sit up several times, but each time the clammy hand pushed her back down. Finally, she pulled the covers over her head and began praying reverently. Whether the prayers had anything to do with it or not, the invisible hand removed itself, and soon she was able to go back to sleep. When she awoke in the morning, she decided that the whole thing must have been a nightmare, so she said nothing about it to her mother. The following night, however, she experienced the same horrible sensation in the small hours of the morning. The hideously frightening clammy hand pressing down over her mouth, the invisible presence in the room, and above all, the ghastly stench of decaying flesh. It was too much this time, and letting out a scream, she jumped out of bed and ran to her mother's room. Understandably, she vowed never to sleep in that room again. After that, a succession of overnight guests who slept in that same room experienced the same haunting, invariably between the hours of midnight and four in the morning. One person was so overcome by the horrible odor that she became physically ill as a result. Then the evil presence, whatever it was, began emerging from the room by day as well as by night. Slow, lumbering footsteps could be heard descending the stairs and treading on creaky floorboards. They sounded as though they belonged to a heavy person with loose-fitting shoes or slippers. Worst of all, whenever the horror entered a room, it was accompanied by that nauseating, overpowering odor of pestilence and death. Often, it could be heard crossing a room and dropping ponderously into a chair. Most intolerable of all were those occasions when it manifested itself during meals. Whenever this happened, it was impossible to finish eating. And when there were guests... It was embarrassing as well as unpleasant. Can you tell your friends that your house is haunted by a stinking phantom with cold, clammy hands? Yet, when it walked through the house, even opening all the windows and doors did not dissipate the smell. There were times, of course, when the malodorous ghost did not appear for days. But when it did, the house became intolerable. The widow began making inquiries and finally uncovered what seemed to be the facts behind the haunting. The previous occupant of the house had been a senile old man who had grown incredibly fat. He had died alone in the room upstairs where the daughter had first felt the clammy hand. It had been a number of days after his death that he had been found, 
and even then, his immense size had made it impossible to remove his remains without cutting holes in the doorways to permit getting him through them. When this had finally been accomplished, decay and putrefaction had set in to a considerable extent. He was duly buried, and everyone thought that was the end of it. But, as one of the persons who actually experienced the haunting said, why the smell and presence should persist years after the malodorous funeral, I leave it to wiser heads than mine to decide.